Welcome, I am Bree. I'm a doctor of physical therapy, the founder of Femme Fusion Fitness, and the author of Lady Bits, Understand Your Body, Elevate Your Health, and Reclaim Your Spark Naturally. My mission is to build community and awareness around women's wellness and pelvic health. I invite you to listen, laugh, learn about, and love all of the bits that make you whole. Let's go to the show. Hello, my friends. Welcome, welcome to season two, the first episode of season two of Dr. Brie Talks Lady Bits. I took a tiny break. (laughs) That's the difference between season one and season two. Literally, my break was like two weeks, maybe, maybe three weeks. I can't really remember. It was not long, but I just can't even stay away from you all, and I can't stay away from the positive messages of health and hope that I want to share, especially during this time of COVID-19, the coronavirus outbreak that has really changed the shape of the world. Like that is understatement of the year right there. I mean, it it literally has changed everything. It has been a transformative time for some of us. For others, it's simply so far all we can see it as is a frustrating time. Um, There's so many emotions. So many people are viewing it in in different ways. And I, I like to actually take the kind of glass half full approach rather than the glass half empty approach. And I think that it really absolutely can. This time of quarantine and uh, physical distancing from our family, friends, and loved ones, I think it can be used as a time to really, really hone in on some projects that maybe we've been putting off, hone in on our health, hone in on uh, taking time to really decide what's best and what we want from our lives and from you know, our world, I think that it's a beautiful time to really sit down with ourselves. So it can absolutely be a challenge to do when family is sort of quarantined with you inside and everyone's running around. It's definitely not the most peaceful environment, but sometimes we just got to push through and do it anyway. So that's what this episode is about. I'm really excited to introduce to you um, Anita. She and I chat about how to make healthy changes at home when the family is around, when kids are around, and we were going to talk about this topic anyway before this outbreak occurred. But I figured, you know, let's talk about it now and really apply it to the situation of the coronavirus time when we may be at home. But again, this is totally applicable to any time, not even, you know, this time of quarantine. It can absolutely work if you're listening to this in the future and you're not in the time of the coronavirus, then it's still going to be applicable to you as far as making healthy changes. So without further ado, let me just uh, encourage you to check out the show notes. I'm not going to do a little um, sponsorship spot or a brought to you by spot, although I will say that this podcast is brought to you by my involvement and my support of several different companies that I really and truly love and personally use. And so I will encourage you to check the show notes for links to Rasa and Uveda and also some other things that you might find interesting, including my Kegel camp, which is currently posting to YouTube. So please check out the show notes, lots of things to keep you healthy and occupied if you are needing something to do during this time of the coronavirus. And again, if you're listening to this later, just forget about the coronavirus aspect of this conversation and just apply it to literally everyday life because it still applies. So that's it. Thanks so much and enjoy the interview. 
All right, you guys, I'm really, really excited to introduce to you today a, uh, a person that I actually, I, I'm going to get to know her right along with you. She's somebody that I've been kind of following online a little bit, thank goodness for the online world, but she's a fellow physical therapist, a fellow doctor of physical therapy, and she just has a beautiful attitude and a beautiful gentleness and supportiveness and just, I don't know, enthusiasm about her that I really, really love, and I think you will too. So Dr. Anita Lee is a wife, a mother of three, a wellness coach, and a physical therapist. She's also a mentor and a speaker. Using her life experience and physical therapy know-how, she's crafted step-by-step -step solutions for modern-day moms to create sustainable, healthy lifestyle changes. And she's created um, Enjoying Your Wellness, a 90-day private virtual coaching experience where she helps mothers refocus on their goals so that they can become satisfied with their weight, maintain energy, they can become more alert and pass on healthy habits to their children. So I love that so much. I was actually recently listening to somebody that I follow online. She was talking about meditation and she was saying how lots and lots of people have asked her to create a meditation course for children. And at the time she currently doesn't, doesn't have that. And she, but she said, you know, I will create that one day, but really the most important thing is are you meditating? Like, are you, are you leading by example? And so I love that Dr. Anita says that about, you know, her business and her, her practice and her work is that she's helping uh, mothers pass on healthy habits to their children. So I love that. And also honor God by honoring their bodies. So anyway, Anita, I brought you on today, as you know, as we've been talking about, because we are in the midst of a global situation right now, a global crisis, the pandemic. And a lot of us are inside our houses. We are, um, our schedules have changed. And whether or not my listeners right now are mothers or, or not, no matter what the life situation is, things have kind of shifted and changed. And it's a time that I really think the plus side and the beautiful side of this time is that while many of us are more, maybe feeling a little bit more frantic and maybe our schedules are off, at the same time, I think a lot of us have a little more wiggle room in our schedules. Not all of us, but some of us have some more wiggle room in our schedules because we're kind of stuck at home and we can maybe work on our health. But, yeah. but especially with kiddos around, uh, it can be hard to like implement these healthy habits when you have toddlers around or preschoolers around or even just a husband around who's not normally around or you know, whatever, when your schedule's kind of off. So all that being said, that has been a mouthful. I've been talking a lot. I want you to say hi, but I really just wanted to kind of introduce why we're chatting today and why this is such a timely topic of healthy habits, healthy habits at home. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Um, I have been enjoying your walk through, through your book. Um, so I'm just so excited to be a part of this. Uh, but yeah, this is something that really hit home with a lot of my clients. Um, this is our new norm as you know, we like to call it, but you know, being at home and working through the different family dynamics, the time dynamics of just living right now, it's, it's been a challenge. And, and so that's why I really enjoy helping mothers and everybody just learning how to, you know, accept those things that we can't change and to 
you know, take the opportunity to work on the things that you can change. And that's, you know, your body and your health. So let's do it. Exactly. And what are you noticing that people are having a hard time with right now? Like people that you're in contact with, maybe friends or clients, what are the stumbling blocks that they're having during this particular time? And, and, and really just any time, honestly, I don't want to date this just to the time of coronavirus. I mean, this is really in general, but maybe right now it seems like everything's kind of amplified and spun up. So what would you say are the stumbling blocks people do have? It's really the same as if it, the coronavirus wasn't here. Yeah. And that is, that is managing time and, and doing the things that you want to do while maintaining your home. Um, you know, speaking from, of course, a mother's standpoint, when you're having the kids in your house, they're not going to daycare, they're not going to school. So there's more, even more focus on them and less focus on yourself. So I'm helping mothers to see like, hey, yeah, we have to prepare meals and all that, but take out some time for yourself, you know, enjoy this moment um, and, and put those practices in that you have been putting off because you have not had the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what yeah. kind of, do you have any specific practices or tips that you really find to be helpful for women who maybe want to um, maintain their, their sanity. <laughs> like maybe yeah. I'm thinking more like definitely I want to talk about maybe maintaining weight and maintaining physical fitness and, you know, physical stuff. But really I think right now, especially like maintaining your sanity and your anxiety levels and kind of maintaining your mental health, I think is really, really important. So do you have any specific tips or practices that you like to give people and have yeah. them? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, <laughs> no. Fine. I was jumping at the bit, <laughs> but um, I, I love this kind of stuff, but it always starts with the mind. Like you said, it always starts with that mental health. Um, we, we have to take care of that, number one, um, first off. So the first thing I, I, I tell mothers is to give yourself permission <laughs> to take care of yourself and let you know that you're important and you're worth the time. And we hear this analogy a lot, um, and I use it quite often, but I think about a car. You know, you're not going to put the cheapest fuel that you can get that's watered down, that's not going to work in your car for it to, to run to its optimal level, right? You're going to put the best of the best in there, and that's how we should treat ourselves. We should, you know, eat those foods that are going to nourish ourselves and also get those tune-ups, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, um, t- and, I, and I call those tune-ups those intentional times that you are refreshing yourself. Mm -hmm. And I say, start with small increments, you know, don't, you know, just say, Hey, I want to take five hours and I'm going to, you know, that's unrealistic people. Mm -hmm. But if you're going to say, I'm going to take 15 minutes, you know, prep for those 15 minutes, communicate it to your spouse and to your kids, letting them know that I am going to take this 15 minutes to go for a walk or to brush my hair or whatever it may be. But, you know, being intentional with that time, I think is so key. I love that. I love that idea of intentionality and really it's a, it's a mindfulness practice is what it is, isn't it? Like a, yes. I've been thinking a lot about meditation and mindfulness lately in my personal life and in my, some groups that I, that I uh, run online. And I think it is that intention, intentional, like, okay, I am putting me first right now. And then 
from there, it's probably a matter of just what is going to, it's going to be different, right? For everyone, what's going to make your mindset practice, like what's going to make your mental health better, <laughs> I guess I should say. For some people, it might be, like you said, brushing your hair, or for some people, it might be going for a walk. Um, how do you help people who've never even thought about themselves? I mean, there's so many people out there who've never even taken a minute to think about what they even want, what they even want to do, what would make them feel their best. How would you, you help people like figure, tune into what their own needs are? Yeah, that's, that's so good. Um, I think the biggest thing is the battle that goes on in our, in our minds of, of am I, am I important enough to put mm-hmm. everybody else, you know, before me. And it's not even, and, and that's a really a lie um, that we tell ourselves. Um, because I know for me, and I'm a Christian, um, mm-hmm. and God cares, you know, enough about us for us to take care of ourselves. Like there's nowhere in the Bible that says, you know, dog yourself out and take care of everybody else. No, it says, you know, he wants you to be in good health, you know, um, so that you can nurture your family and so that you can help others out. And so just getting over that fact of, hey, you're enough and you don't have to get to the point of burnout to realize that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think that's huge is just knowing your own value and your own worth. And, and sure. Yeah. And it's interesting. I think another thing that maybe some people can relate to is this habit of being busy. I know I have it. I have a very bad habit of being busy, of of finishing one project and then wanting to immediately move on to the next thing because it's almost like I don't know what to do with myself when I give myself time to actually unwind. Um, Even though I promote, I mean, I, I do. I do take time to unwind. I do walk my walk my walk, talk my talk. I do this. I, I meditate. I do these things, but sometimes I have to really force myself because I just find myself being in the habit of go, 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 go. Have you ever noticed that yourself or with your clients? Yes. Um, I've noticed that with myself and with it's, it's like an epidemic. (laughs) It really is. Busyness is like an epidemic. It's, it's something that we sometimes hold as a trophy. Um, you know, I've got this stuff to do. I've got all this. But when we hit stages, you know, currently like this, um, you know, of coronavirus and it's a lot of downtime, it's like, oh my gosh, who am I? Right. Um, you have to we, face yourself in a way. You yeah. Have the inner things. Yeah. Yeah. You really do have to, you have to face yourself and really find your true identity. Um, because our identity is not wrapped up in what we do. It's wrapped up in who we are. Mm-hmm. And so when those things are pulled away, it really comes, it really, really, you know, strips, strips you down to, to the bare you. And so I, I really, you know, of course, there's, there's, you know, a lot of hurt and pain that's going on, financial crisis. However, on the flip side, <clears throat> I've really been enjoying this time because I'm seeing people really come to know themselves and to really seek, you know, seek God and saying, gosh, who am I? Like, have I been so busy and wrapped up in, in the things of the world that I don't, I don't know who I am and who you've called me to be. So it's, you know, it's a beautiful picture. There's, there is a silver lining 
you know, and even in this. I agree. I agree. I think that this is a beautiful time to begin a journaling practice if you are someone who's never done that before. Uh, And again, I've been mentioning meditation a few times on here, but just, you know, forcing your, really for me, I'm saying for me, I feel like sometimes I need to force myself to slow down, to slow my mind. Even if I can't clear my mind all the way, I want to at least slow it and just focus on breathing and just being still. And it's amazing how thoughts will come in. And that's not a bad thing in meditation. I think sometimes we can think that our mind has to be completely clear, but thoughts can come in that kind of make you realize, oh, or make me realize, I should say, like, this is actually who I am. This is actually what I want. This, you know, whatever the thought may be, it's like these random seeming thoughts kind of bubble up and you realize that that's maybe the real inner you that you haven't even it's just been pushed away because you've been in that habit of being busy and doing your work mm-hmm. and being external and seeing people and going places. So yeah, I, I agree. I think that this time has some real benefits, some real silver linings. Was there anything else you wanted to share about like keeping people uh, implementing these healthy habits for mindset during this time before moving on to maybe talking about uh, physical fitness and physical activity if they're having struggles with that? I love how you mentioned about the journaling. Um, One thing I tell my clients is to do a brain dump at night um, before you go to sleep. That's, that's something that I've been doing and it helps to when your mind is racing and I don't know about you, but I get a lot of ideas at nighttime when I put the kids to bed. So that's when I can, you know, jot it down. I maybe, you know, jot some things that I need to get done the next day, but definitely, you know, just simple, just simple journal, you know, get your pen and pencil and just write, write out whatever you're thinking about um, so that it can allow yourself to rest during that night. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I love that practice too. I think that's perfect. Yeah. And, and even that, that brain dump is, it is a journaling method. It may seem, sometimes I think people get really precious with their journaling, like, oh, it has to be this beautiful mm-hmm. journal and I have to make it this like flowery, beautiful, like amazing, deep thoughts. But sometimes my morning, you know, I usually do it in the morning, but usually <laughs> often my morning journal practice is like a brain dump in the morning too. It's kind of yeah. like a list, you know, and that's okay as well. It doesn't have to be some... M- earth-shattering revelation about who you really are inside. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Well, so how about those kind of the flip side when we're not so much thinking about mindset um, and controlling our mental health during this time, but we're thinking more just about really about physical fitness and healthy habits, like maybe healthy eating when our schedules are disrupted, whether it's coronavirus time or any other time, you know, the world is busy, so it, it is hard to maintain the, the clean eating and the moving every day, all those things we love to do. Do you have any tips for people since this is your expertise? Yes. So, I mean, my life is a disruption <laughs> because I have kids, small kids. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's unpredictable, especially when you are at home a lot with, you know, if you're a stay-at-home mom or maybe if you're listening, you're a part-time, you work part-time outside the home, whatever the case may be. Um, A study in, this is a really cool fact, a study in 2009 revealed that the the complexity of our behavior causes 
how much repetition is required to form a habit. So if it is a habit that you want to work on, um, say, for instance, if it's something dealing with your nutrition, you notice that you are all you want to do is snack on fatty, salty foods. So that would be more of a complex habit. So more repetition would be required. And actually, the study says that on average, it takes 66 days of repeating a simple health behavior until it's automatic. So I just thought that was really interesting because I know we hear a lot of things. There's a lot of research out about the length of time that it takes to form a habit. Um, I know there's one that says 21 days, Mm -hmm. um, but this particular study uh, said 66. And of course, that all depends on the complexity of the habit. So a more complex habit would require more on the high end. So a complex, what do you think they're considering to be a complex habit that you might be thinking of in this situation? So complex habit, meaning there's more than one step. Um, So going, like going to the gym, in order to go to the gym, you got to get your clothes out. You have to make sure the kids are taken care of, make sure that they are in their proper place. They have their food, get in the car, drive. So that, that takes more, you know, thought process that takes more orchestration, you know, compared to just going to the kitchen and grabbing something. Yeah, definitely. For sure. I'd say pretty much most things we want to do are complex habits then for sure. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Yeah. And and I encourage, you know, make small changes to see bigger results. Mm -hmm. Plan out and also planning out your weekdays on the weekends help Mm -hmm. me out a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, Because when you are on the go and you're in your routine during those, you know, Monday through Friday, it's tough to get through that. Uh, it's tough to work through those hard spots. Mm-hmm. So if you're on the weekend and you're in a relaxing place in your house, you've got your coffee or your tea, you know, your mind is calm. You're able to, you know, plan that Monday through Friday and see the bigger picture and you won't get so overwhelmed. I like that. So you're basically saying to break these complex habits kind of down so that they become a little less complex and um, stick to them for a long period, like have the patience and grace to know that you're going to have to spend some time creating this new habit. Yes. Yes. That's the thing. Like really being, like we talked about intentionality earlier, but you know, being intentional about the, about seeing the things change that you want to see change. Mm-hmm. Like it's just not gonna, you say, Oh, I want to lose 50 pounds. But if there's no plan behind it, Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like you have to, in order to see different results, you have to do something different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you'd have someone break down their, their big goal into small, measurable, you know, attainable little bites, and then just make a plan to work on this for 60 some days. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. I like that. I love that idea too, of just sitting down on a weekend and kind of having your cup of tea and plotting this out. Do you have people like put a wall calendar up with their, with their ideas on the, on the wall and they can mark them up, mark it off? Or do you have some system that you like to give people? Yes, I love, I'm a visual learner. So Mm -hmm. I love seeing things on the wall or on the refrigerator. And when I check it off, I'm like, yeah, (laughs) it's like, you know, that's a win. And that's how it should be. Like we should see those small rewards. and they add up. And so, yeah, I, I really do encourage people to um, whatever you, your fancy is. Some people are more, you know, 
digital and they want to, you know, use their phones and that's perfectly fine. Um, but I'm an old school girl. So I, I like to write things out as far as small goals and so that I can, you know, physically cross it out and check it off. I'm the same. I like to physically cross things out too. Although I do like my Google, Google calendar because I can like cross out the things on my Google calendar and that's, that's pretty good too. But anytime I can see the task and then cross it off, whether it's digital or yeah. in by my hand, I just love that as well. <laughs> so, oh, perfect. Well, do you have any kind of parting words for people who are dealing with this challenging time and, um, you know, not, not really knowing where to start. They just know they feel off. They know that they feel like they're struggling. They're kind of pulling their hair out. What would you tell them? I'd say first get clear on, on what's going on. Like you said, mentally, um, you know, finding that time to just calm yourself down, settle down and know that you're going to be okay. You're going to get through this. Um, you know, do that deep breathing, pray, um, ask God to help you to give you that peace um, that only he can give. And, and once you do that, you know, start doing those things that you want to do that you have not had time to do. And I don't know about you, but for, for many of my clients, that's, you know, writing out goals that maybe they haven't accomplished yet. And those can be, you know, financial goals or, um, physical goals, most of them are fitness goals. But once you get clear on those goals, this will help you determine, you know, what's next, like what kind of activities do you need to do in order to meet those goals? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's perfect. So again, that big picture and then breaking it down, but also again, really tuning in and realizing and, and, discovering what it is that you want, right? Like, what do you want? Re get to know yourself again, reconnect yeah. with yourself again, right? Yeah. I love it. I think that's perfect. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Anita. And how can people get in touch with you if they'd like to connect with you further? So I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Um, it's Dr. Dr. Anita Lee. Um, also, my website is DrAnitaLee.com. And, um, I actually offer, um, 30 minute free consultation for all of my coaching, um, experiences. So I would love to chat. Um, if you need help with writing the goals that, you know, that we were talking about today, I would be more than, you know, happy to help you and walk you through that. Um, so just go to that website and everything is on there. That's perfect. Thank you so much. And I'll put that information in the notes. So please check those out. And thank you again, Anita, for being with me today. Thank you so much for having me. I hope you have a great day. You too. Thank you for listening to the entire show. If you loved this episode, please share it with a friend. Let her know how it helped you and what you learned and why she might like it too. And if you would like a free downloadable video portfolio that includes the inner core energizer routine that's found in my book, Lady Bits, 
plus the first seven days of my ab camp series, simply leave a review of this podcast on iTunes and then send a screenshot of of your review to me, Brienne, at femfusionfitness.com. Again, that's Brienne at femfusionfitness.com. I will personally get back to you with your free downloadable video portfolio. I will see you next time. And remember, you don't have to be an expert, but every woman should know a bit.